Hi, I'm Hang. And I'm Helen. And welcome to the High Key Asian Podcast. A safe and open place where we can come together to discuss all things relevant to growing up and being Asian in Australia. Whether you're at home, going for a run, driving to work, or on a bus or train, heading somewhere, we hope that you can hang tight and tune into this week's episode. We were deciding on what topic to discuss this week and thought we should extend on from last week's topic, but in a more dark direction. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we wanted to talk about toxic friendships because it unfortunately happens and sucks when it does. (laughs) It does suck. You know, last week we talked about our positive friendships and uh, the good things about it. Mm. So the truth is that not all friendships are like this. Yeah, we sometimes don't even realise in the moment that the friendships is bad until that glass-shattering moment. (laughs) Ping, ping. (laughs) (laughs) Cry. (laughs) Um, So I know, Helen, you've had some experiences dealing with toxic friendships. Um, Can you share what it was like for you? Yeah, so I recall two major events happening within my lifetime. Right. Um, So in primary school, I was bullied in grade four. I was hanging out with a group of girls and one of them was really mean and bossy. She didn't like me by the end of it and basically kicked me out of the group. So I was like on my own at that point and I just eventually made new friends. Um, That was like a whole new learning curve for me as a child. But I I was grateful that in the end I I was able to find my own clique, you know, my own group. Right. Kind of like a blessing in disguise. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Because I felt like I wasn't myself in that group. Yeah. I had to like pretend be someone I wasn't and I was really self-conscious the way I looked the way I act but like these new friends they were really awesome and chill (laughs) Mm. Um, but I felt like a major toxic friendship that I encountered was in my early 20s I came across these girls in high school so I knew them when I was in year 8 I was like 14 and it ended when I was 22 23 so basically hang it was a 8 to 9 year friendship Wow. Really long. And um, I saw them as my sisters and growing up with them during high school, it was like really special to me because we, we transitioned into teens to young adults. Yeah. Yeah. But it got really bad after I graduated from university, like our friendship deteriorated. So in my early 20s, um, I was seeing a guy at the time and I made a mistake of choosing him over an outing with my girlfriends and my best friend out of the group she wasn't happy with me and told me off which I do appreciate like she calling me out on my actions so I reflected on it and I sincerely apologize to her and she forgave me but um after the guy and myself broke it off I, I was getting more sociable with people at parties and bars and I felt like my friends weren't happy that I was talking to guys like, especially random guys. Okay. And I wasn't sure if it was because they still saw me as Helen from high school and they, they see that change in me as a woman. I, I don't know, like, me, like, talking to guys, maybe flirting with them. And I always felt like I was slut-shamed when I go out with them in a girl's night. Because you in, you in high school, you were, you mentioned back then that you were innocent and you were shy and you couldn't talk to any guys even if you wanted to um whereas like obviously after you graduate high school and you enter your 20s you know you go out more and you eventually meet people including guys and um you know that involves a little bit of flirting Mm. a little bit like talking and they kind of just took that as a oh like that's 
that's a that's a that's a crazy change mm-hmm. yeah in someone um, yeah like it was clear to me that my best friend she wasn't over it in terms of like my mistake previously and like i really tried my best to like make her trust me again and and i was like it, it, it came too much for me so, because i felt like i was just to clarify she was initially annoyed because you were meant to go out with the group um, of friends that you had but then instead you went out with the guy the yeah. guy that you were seeing but, back then instead the worst thing was that um he couldn't go out with me so in the end i try to like backtrack my words and say hey can i still go out with you like it was a mess right yeah right um it was like a new romance for me um i never been in a relationship and this was like my first experience close to a (laughs) a relationship right right so you were just like really excited to hang out with this guy Mm. but you didn't want to like uh ditch your friends but then you didn't want to ditch the guy as well right Mm. yeah and so her and i were chatting and then like um i slipped i said something and then she was like, oh, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it kind of, like, unraveled itself. And she got really, really yeah. cut at me. Yeah. So even though she said that, like, she forgave you, she didn't really. No, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think she was just, like, over my attitude. I don't know. I really don't know. Like, we never really sat down and talked about it. Because, like, like I mentioned before, like, I was walking around eggshells around her. And I felt like she was, like, doubting everything I said and do. So basically that trust was gone, you know, it was broken. You know, her tones and her texts and her attitude towards me when we were like face to face, like it was completely different. Like I even remembered asking her if she was okay in terms of our friendship. Because we still went out, we went to like musicals and festivals and all that stuff. But there was like that, um, that hesitation on her end. Yeah. And it was like killing me inside because I was like, I get it, I get it, I messed up. How could I ever like make you forgive me? Yeah. Yeah. So when I asked, are we okay? She said, yes. So I just dismissed it. So that was always in the back of my head when I was with her. Um, And then a big fight happened in my group and it just went downhill, like in terms of my friendships with all of them. And... Mind you, like, we never had a fight that big. Yeah. Um, in the eight years that you guys known each other. Yeah, I think we all were in shock of what to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we gave each other the silent treatment. Because you were upset on your end as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So our group chats weren't active as much, and, and I decided to schedule a meeting with them. I'm going to look in your diary. I'm going to schedule this day, okay? <laughs> said, okay, <laughs> like, I'll, I'll give you like my that. PA's details. <laughs> No, no, no. Oh my god, yeah. (laughs) But it was so impossible to like meet up because everyone had their own personal commitments and some of them weren't emotionally ready. Were you trying to to initiate this or were they trying to initiate it and like. I I tried to initiate because it was basically um, one month passed and nothing was said between us and I was just like. That's a long time. Yeah, it is a long time. I think it it was around one month. I'm not. I can't remember. It's been years now. Yeah. But like during our conversations in the group chat, it got really overwhelming for me because they said a lot of hurtful things towards me. And I, I vowed myself to not go that low. Like I never insulted them once. And during that eight years, eight, nine years of being friends with them, they were never that mean to me. Like they never talked down to me and insulted me. Yeah. And they also outcasted me. Like they didn't invite me to go outings. But like they would put the videos on their Snapchat stories. They'll put it on their um their Snapchat. Yeah. Oh. And then sometimes they would send it to me directly. Oh my god. That they're together without me and so that was Snapchat. And then on Facebook they were like tagging each other and making fun of me in a negative way. So during that period I hated I hated going onto my social media accounts. Like, I didn't know what I was going to wake up and read. 
Like, was it going to be like another nasty message from them on like group chat or was it a meme that they're going to tag each other? Um, yeah. yeah, so I was like in a really bad headspace during that period. Like I was emotionally drained and mentally as well. Um, yeah, it was bad. At what point in that period where, you know, they were outcasting you and they were, you know, showing it off on their social media that they were having fun they were like they were tagging each other in things that were kind of low-key directed at you? At what point did you realise that it was toxic and you wanted to basically exit out? Like, what, what was the glass-shattering moment for you? I think I knew. I knew internally that it was getting really bad, but I think I lacked courage like I was in denial that my friendship has gotten so bad right and if anything I blamed myself for my actions um but ultimately I wanted to preserve my friendship with the girls especially my best friend in the group yeah and I think I wanted to compromise but they weren't willing to and I think I was just being really patient with them and be like okay they need their space okay you know they can't do this week they can't do the other week okay they can't do this month maybe next month then it's just like so how long how long was this um was this period of iffiness or tension between you guys, like, do you remember? Or? It went on for, like, six months or something. Wow. I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. It was because, like, one of us would reply, the other one wouldn't reply. And sometimes the messages would be, like, you know, a massive paragraph. And so it's, like, a lot to digest. And you you were just, like, I don't know, for me, sometimes I would just push it away. I'd be, like, oh, God, that was a lot. That was a lot for me to read and take it in. Maybe I'll respond the next day. Or, like, yeah, it was... Yeah. Um... I guess that there were sometimes I was avoiding it. So the like the reason why you, you kind of stayed in the friendship so long was because like um you just were in denial that something bad was happening. Mm. You know to your to you and your friends that you've known since high school. It was it was hard for you to admit that something was wrong. Yeah, that it has gotten this bad, and um I just couldn't really understand why they had to bully me that to that point. Um, yeah. I did try my best to like reach out to them and. And I wanted to meet up with them, especially with my best friend. And I, and I just wanted to talk to them face to face because we were texting each other and it was getting out of hand because we couldn't see each other's face, hear each other's tone. Yeah, and I, ultimately I wanted to give our friendship one last chance and I didn't want to walk away without trying. Yeah. Because I just, I just don't want to look back and have regrets, you know. But yeah, it, it was just like we were just walking around in circles and like none of us wanted to admit who was wrong and... Um, so in the end, I just said goodbye to my best friend. Um, I left the group chat and I just told her my reasons why I was going to leave. And I blocked them all <laughs> on my socials because I just couldn't stand it anymore. That I was at my limit and I thought, you know what, like out of self-respect and self-love for myself. And I want to enjoy using my social medias again and cut them all off by blocking them. And that was like a really major step of you to do that because it is hard. Like mm. when you've known people for so long where you treat them like sisters and they're for your family and these are people that you talk to almost every day it's hard like it's it's it, it is a breakup you know it's it's very easy from a third person's perspective to see that it's toxic but between mm. you and what's happening to you you don't see it because you just want it to work out so hard yeah. and um you know uh it was very hard for helen to 
talk about her story today because you know it, it did mean a lot to her and it did impact a lot of her life even before deciding to record this episode we we did question on whether it was a whether it was a topic for us to go into but um Helen really really had the balls and really had the courage to be like no you know I, I, I do want to talk about this and I do know that it is a common issue out there so it's a massive step for Helen to even explain this situation that happened to her you know it's it's hard. Mm, yeah, definitely. It, it's a very um sensitive topic to me. In general, I'm a very private person. I mean, I have reached out to Hang and some family members that I really trust and love. And I talked about what was happening to me. But in general, I didn't want a lot of people to know what I was going through because it was very personal for me. But um, years have gone past now. And looking back, I... I do want people to hear my story. Reason being is because, um, you know, I, <laughs> I previously mentioned that I was bullied in like, well, briefly in primary school and then after high school. So it's like, it could happen to anyone during the period of time. Yeah. You know, I just want people to know that it sucks when it happens. Yeah. I mean, walking away from it, 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 it was, it was hard, but like, mm. how do you feel now that, now that it's been a while and, um, you can look back at it like do you feel like oh it was the right thing for you to do or um do you feel like you wish you would have stayed in that relationship longer or like i don't regret what i did because i felt like i did everything i could to maintain the friendships however i knew that it wasn't good for my mental health that it was just bullying and um and i deserve to be happy so but it was hard walking away um it was like a breakup <laughs> Because I, I think that people people think our friendships and relation like romantic relationships are different. But in a way they they, they are similar with each other. Like when you're you know, when you're friends with someone, you know, you, you both have to like make it work. You know, you both have to have clear and healthy communications. You you have to have the same interests or else like, oh why are you friends? <laughs> yeah. I even recall while this was happening to you there were times where you would call me at like 7am or 6am and you'd be like, hang on. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why? What's wrong? What's wrong? And then you're yeah. like, oh, just so, just, just a hard time for me. And it's just like, um, mm. yeah. And then during that time, I was going through my breakup with uh, my... <laughs> oh my God, my, yeah. My, my current <laughs> boyfriend. Um, And then it was just funny because, well, funny now but that back then it was quite sad where we were both just like oh. Oh, both so sad both going through our, our breakups <laughs> different versions of breakups yeah mm. yeah and and they were both different but we had the exact same like emotion of, of like grieving. sadness yeah. and like letting go and, yeah yeah it's just like oh. yeah. yeah yeah i was like i remember crying myself to sleep and then waking up Aww. crying because i was just so upset that fuck, this is over, you know? I walked away from them. I blocked their numbers. I blocked all their social medias. Like, I can't go back to them anymore. Like, that's it, you know? It was like, it was really rough for me. Uh, But I felt like it was necessary for myself to walk away. What about you, Hang? Have you had any of these experiences? Yeah, look, I like I think I've been fortunate enough where I hadn't dealt with toxic friendships before. 
But I think there were times where I have to admit I wasn't a good friend. Just like how you mentioned, you kind of wish that your your best friend was honest and told you that there was something wrong and that they weren't okay. I think I had that same problem. Mm-hmm. If we go back to, into high school, I was in a group of friends that probably had like 10 to 12 girls and we're all Asian as well, by the mm-hmm. way. Now, so much goes on in high school, right? There's stressful studies, dealing with body changes, hormones developing, like all these things that could just happen during your teens. Mm. Um, imagine all the things that I've said, put that in like a basket and chuck 10 to 12 teenage girls <laughs> in it as well. Yeah. Like with all different sorts of personalities, mix that together. It's like, you know, yeah. like like arguments are bound to happen. Disagreements will happen. It's, it's bound to happen mm. when you're like in your teens. Like, you know, we got along as like a group, but there were clear like groups within the group mm. um, that no one really wanted to loudly admit. Like, I mean, of course, like, it makes sense that you're closer to one person than the other, but it was kind of almost obvious in th- in this group. Like, you know when I see, like, those K-pop groups and they have, like, 9 to 12 people and... I was about to say, you girls were like... You girls were like girls' generation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we didn't look like this. <laughs> but, um, you know, they, they go onto stage and, I, and I'm sure, I'm sure, surely they must have fights of some sort, right? But they have to pretend mm. like everything's okay for the camera and all. So huge yeah, respect yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, in high school, it's it's not like that. I'm not really going to go into the details of every single thing that happens in, in the group, but there have been occasions where people didn't feel right to be in the group anymore and they weren't a part of the group anymore and kind of left. And I think the biggest problem was that I and probably others were just scared of um, confrontation. Like, I hated confrontation back then. And and this, I don't know whether this ties into the fact that, like, I'm Asian, I'm, my head needs to be down, I need to be quiet, it will all solve on its own. Like, I don't, I don't know whether it's just that, you know, personality that mm. I developed or that we developed. Mm. And so back then, when I didn't like someone, I would just reduce the level of my interaction with them to the point where it became so obvious that I didn't even want to talk to them. Mm. And I, I pretty much left them with no choice but to leave because I wasn't, talking to them i think this was just an issue that happened across the group there were even occasions where just like how you asked your friend hey like are we okay like are we good and how your friend said that yeah we are like i understand it from her perspective because i i was like that i i was like that in high school where someone had asked me if our friendship was okay and i told them nothing was wrong everything's fine (laughs) like let's move on Mm -hmm. but there was like there was something wrong and I was pushing them away yeah. because I didn't want to address the obvious problem that our friendship was ending. And I guess, like, fortunately, like, years later, we've all grown up and we naturally we naturally rekindled again as a group through social events, through mutual friends, such as, like, birthday parties and all. And I'm, I'm not the type to actually hold grudges unless you've done something absolutely disgraceful to me. So now when we look back at it, it's, it's something that we can laugh about because it was such like a high school teenage drama thing that no one is like no one is like up for it anymore like no one wants to deal with that shit anymore yeah it's so high school (laughs) yeah it's like so high school yeah leave it yeah Mm. yeah so so i guess my point in telling this is that i haven't experienced any toxic friendships that i can remember but there have been occasions where i i've had those traits of not communicating properly that is essentially a toxic trait because if you're not communicating then it leads to even more problems in that friendship and it really could have just been 
properly resolved if we had been honest and sat down and just talked our feelings out. Yeah. Um, so that was me in high school. The me now is different, but I do want to admit that was a big flaw of mine back then. I just also want to add that, you know, if you have tried to communicate with this friend of yours that you might be dealing an issue with, um, they're, and they're still not getting it through your communication or they're choosing not to accept you, then maybe it is time to let that friendship go at, at that point. The best thing in any relationship is not just communication on its own, but it's effective communication where both parties are properly listening to each other and are engaged in the conversation, not just one person talking over the other or one person just talking and pretending like they're listening. So overall, I think my group could have handled things differently if any of us were ballsy enough to confront more. Yeah, yeah. Because to fair, you guys were high school students. So around that period of time, you guys were like probably 13 to 17. And you just lack the experience to like understand how to um, deal with conflicted situations. So I feel like most people just either avoid it and just look the other way. Yeah. And um, hoping the situation or like the person or whatever problem would just go and like i don't i don't really blame any of us for anything that occurred back then because again as i said we're we're all in good situations now where we're like okay the past is the past we're all adults now we don't need to bring that drama back in it was just like something that when i was trying to figure out what to write for this question because yes i haven't dealt with toxic friendships but maybe if i had communicated better like that would have helped it Hmm. um and i think part of being a good friend is that you need that communication again effective communication not just normal communication but effective communication both parties are willing to listen to each other and talk to each other kind of thing yeah it's it's so important to like compromise and also come together with like level head mindset rather than entering a conversation with your friend after a fight or maybe you know a few days after a fight you're coming in ready to point fingers and put them down because honestly you guys are not going to go anywhere when you're ready yeah to argue with someone i i come across this quote from a clinical psychologist her name is jordana jacobs she's from new york city and she stated that there's no excuse for friends to mistreat each other we're entitled to feel how we feel however the way you choose to act is within your control so there's no excuse for acting out or behaving badly you know if you're feeling rage if you're feeling upset sad we're all entitled to feel how we feel but if you're choosing it's within your control and you're choosing to put someone down and to bully someone, you should know better. Yeah, that's like your conscious control. Yeah. Yeah, that's not yeah. that's not the way to do it. You you mentioned how, yeah, you you made a you made a mistake with you know choosing the guy over hanging out with your friends. Yes, that was your mistake. But you genuinely tried to do as much as you can to apologize and show that you made a mistake and kind of like asked for forgiveness from the friends or that that friends in particular that that best friend of yours but Mm. um you know um in in her case where i've i've also been like her where you ask her is anything wrong is there something wrong with our friendship are we fine and she continues to say it's fine you know it's not getting anywhere and then eventually it, it goes to the point where this bundled up feeling of rage or like frustration or whatever it is it it explodes because you're not you're not approaching it you're not confronting it and and I guess the, the way they did it was not the most um, most nice way. 
<laughs> you know, it was just, it wasn't the most nice way where, you know, just showing it off on social media that like, oh yeah, we're hanging out without you. Oh, like, you know, like we're fine without you. Oh, we're better without you. Like that, that kind of thing. It's, it's, it's definitely not, not the best way to deal with them from their end as well. So of course it makes you feel like shit as a, as a person. Was there anything that you learned from the friendship, the toxic friendship that you had back then? Yeah, I what I learned from my toxic friendships um, is that it's okay to walk away from friends who don't respect you. I understand that it takes a lot of courage to do that, but honestly, once you do, the the burden on your shoulders gets lifted. Um, I mean, it is hard. It's like going through a breakup in a relationship, right? Yeah, but. You know, day by day, week after week, month by month, it's like you kind of just come to terms to yourself that life goes on. You still have other friends and family there for you. And these people accept you for who you are and they're not going to disrespect you and not be constantly happy with the way you're acting or the way you're, you're doing things. It's like you're not second guessing yourself all the time. You know, you're just being you and that's okay. Yeah. So that's what I learned as oh, And another thing is that life's too short to obsess over the past. Um, I realized that I, I should use the time that where I was thinking all these negative thoughts to convert it into positive energy. Because hang, I don't know if you remember, but I think I would call you like every day. I'll be like, Hey, I remember when I said this, 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 did she say this, 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 or like, Oh, right. oh, that time then when we talked or that time when we hanged out, I said this and she said this. Who who was at fault? You know, who said that? You know, who made that decision? All this stuff, it's just like, you know, you fall yourself into like a really dark black hole, right? Where you're not going to get your answers. You're just asking yourself impossible questions where the person that you want to get the answer is like, they're out of your life now. So... I realized that, oh, fuck, you know what? I've just got to gotta move on, work on myself, and just try to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. I think you made some really good points there where you mentioned that you need to just do you and just if they weren't happy to accept you, then you just need to move on because we, we mentioned it in last week's episode, but if you're trying to pretend to be someone else or if you're walking on eggshells or if you're just you feel like you're being too careful around the person then you need to ask yourself the question Mm. are you really happy being with this person as a friend does this person really give you that energy that you need that little boost of encouragement and you also made a really good point where when you're when you're going through this toxic cycle of your friendship or this toxic stage of your friendship you you tend to dwell on the little things that you said that could have been changed but of course that just happens it's natural for you to overanalyze or just analyze or think things through and think oh shit should i have said that should i not have said that oh did i do this wrong did i do should i do it this way but remember that your time is precious and that for every moment that you're going through and dwelling through your past conversations and seeing what you made wrong try to put that time into your current situation and your now time your me time is so important 
and you're you're better off spending that elsewhere. So I think you made some really really good points there. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it it does come to you know there's there's a lot of practice in terms of self love and I was gonna say a, a lot of practice of a lot of toxic friendships, <laughs> which no. is like no, <laughs> but yeah, oh my god, but yeah, friendship is kind of like being in a relationship. You know, you eventually find. What you like, what you don't like, you know, what you accept as a friend and what you don't accept as a friend. Also, I think as you get older, you're obviously becoming a different person as you were when you were in your teens. So your values and your perspective changes, you know, and the friends that you you make in high school, it's like, you know, are they gonna shift where you're going to? And it's totally fine, you know. Everyone's entitled to, you know, believe what they wanna believe and. Be interested in what they want to be interested, in, but like sometimes it clashes. And um, if they're willing to accept you for who you are, and you're willing to accept them for who they are, it's like it's amazing, you know. Keep at it with that friendship, like us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. How long have you been friends for? We've been friends for. We've, been friends for, we've known each other since year nine, so that's two thousand and nine. And now it's uh, 2021, so someone do the math there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, people change throughout their lives and friendships come and go, and that's normal. Yeah, so we just want to put it out there that if you're going through a toxic friendship now, maybe you don't realize it because they've been your forever friends or you couldn't even imagine that friend doing something bad to you. Um, just think about it, sit on it and just um, recognize that um, it's okay if it does potentially end. If it doesn't and you guys get out of it, that's great. But yeah. if it does end, mm-hmm. then it's okay because life is like that. Like You can never really predict what can happen in the future. So thank you for listening to this week's episode on toxic friendships. We were mostly drawing on Helen's experience today and she's grown and developed a lot from them. Remember to surround yourself with people who support you and appreciate you. They're the ones worth investing your time to. Also remember your self-worth too. You're amazing and people love that. If you guys were able to relate to anything we've said or have a story yourself that you want to share, feel free to let us know via our Instagram at hi.keyasian and our socials linked in the description of this episode. Also, feel free to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify if you want to stay in touch with our upcoming episodes. We hope to catch you guys next time. Thanks again and bye. Thank you so much, guys. See you soon. Bye.